I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Maruti Suzuki just launched its most expensive car, priced at twenty-five lakh rupees. It's a first from India's most popular car maker, known for affordable four-wheelers. The Invicto, as it is called, is really a rebadged Toyota Hi-Cross, but with some differences. The Invicto, for example, will not have Toyota's advanced driver assistance system. In fact, it is not only Maruti. Other automakers are also launching expensive vehicles. The Harley-Davidson Hero X440, Bajaj Triumph, and Royal Enfield Himalayan, for instance, cost upwards of two lakh rupees. This, at a time when you hear about high interest rates, job losses, and general economic distress, what is it that these companies know that we don't? Perhaps they have already caught on to the fact that the number of people with disposable incomes in India is growing fast. A new survey says that India's super rich would grow fivefold by 2030. The survey of 40,000 people across 25 states by Think Tank Price, which is short for People's Research on India's Consumer Economy and India's Citizen Environment, revealed that super rich households, that is those earning more than 20 million rupees, rose to 1.8 million in number over five years by 2021. And the annual growth for such families from rural areas is 14.2 percent, way more than the urban areas where they grew by only 10.6 percent. The man behind the survey, the CEO of Price, Rajesh Shukla, says that industries related to commercial agriculture as well as non-agricultural work would have contributed to this wealth creation. Entrepreneurs and small business owners are looking at rural India for potential growth. The pandemic also forced large-scale migration from cities to villages. Many people who could work remotely relocated to enjoy the cleaner air and slower pace of small towns and villages. The survey says that such rural growth will propel the number of super-rich households to 9.1 million in seven years. It projects that the number of those with annual incomes between $6,000 and $36,000 will rise to 715 million by 2031. From 432 million now, that is the middle class population of the country. This has implications for corporate strategies as rural India's purchasing power rises exponentially. A rising number of consumers with disposable incomes will also increase the demand for goods and services. As Maruti says, it is adjusting its product portfolio to match with the quote-unquote rising affluence of customers. Finally. Rural India may be able to count on something else other than the monsoons to boost demand. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the deep dive for 7th July 2023. After disrupting the social media landscape everywhere in the world, TikTok is now coming for e-commerce, and that too in the USA, the home turf of e-commerce giant Amazon. 
Last month, news portal The Information reported that TikTok is signing deals with American logistic firms that lease and operate warehouses so that the products TikTok users are buying while surfing through its viral videos arrive smoothly at their doorsteps and on time. Now, while many social media companies, including Instagram and YouTube, have flirted with what economists are now calling quote-unquote social shopping, this is the first time a social media company is not only trying to influence the buying behavior of their users, but also actively looking for ways to manage deliveries itself. And, for that matter, jumping into the business of actual physical goods. In the world of social media, what TikTok is doing right now with TikTok Shop which is basically a live-streamed marketplace integrated within the app, is quite unprecedented. With its loyal user base of young people, who will be the next generation of shoppers? Will TikTok emerge as a real challenger to Amazon? Well, it's hard to dismiss TikTok shop as a mere fad. You might argue otherwise, especially since Instagram and YouTube's live shopping never really took off. But in the case of TikTok, unlike Instagram and YouTube, there are two E's strongly in its favor. Number one, experience. And number two, expertise. First of all, TikTok has already experimented with TikTok shop in other parts of the world and perfected it. In Indonesia, Southeast Asia's biggest economy, TikTok shop is expected to clock $20 million in gross merchandise value by the end of this year, quadrupling from a year earlier as per a recent news report in Bloomberg. Well, these numbers suggest that TikTok shop is definitely doing something right. In Indonesia, the story goes something like this. TikTok shop arrived in the island country in 2021 in the holy month of Ramadan, which is equivalent to Diwali in Indonesia when it comes to economic activity. But, 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 people were locked inside their homes as the fear of COVID was still looming large. And this project, partly due to great timing, immediately took off. As the Bloomberg report elaborated, the company, through agents, hired hundreds of live streamers whose job was to record themselves with their own mobile phones in order to sell different products from Tupperware to lipsticks. Soon influencer agencies came into the picture and this live-streamed market grew sophisticated with businesses training young performers on how to sell different products on TikTok. What is to be noted here is that these videos on TikTok shop unlike the super-polished brand content we see on Instagram, have retained an amateurish quality, which is often attributed towards the success of this project, as shoppers feel an authentic connection with the seller. And then there is TikTok's algorithm, which is famous, even notorious, for being too precise. Here, TikTok's expertise kick in, with the algorithm serving video clips in such a way that their users keep scrolling until they make up their mind on what they want to spend their money on. Hashtag TikTok made me buy this. Not only Indonesia, TikTok has also perfected this cycle of social shopping in its home country, China, where TikTok's sister app Douyin has become a $200 billion shopping destination. So this is the template of mixing entertainment with shopping that TikTok is now taking to the USA, the world's largest retail market. Of course, only if TikTok itself does not get banned by the American government for quote-unquote national security reasons. But TikTok's growing influence, as per journalist Leticia Miranda, has exposed Amazon's biggest weakness, and I am quoting her. For all its success in retail logistics, Amazon is not really a fun place to browse or discover new trends. 
What she argues is that Amazon, with its bland website, is designed with the intent that a customer comes to it only when they have made their mind to buy something and then they immediately log it off. Unlike Amazon, people discover new products and new trends on apps like TikTok. And this power is what TikTok wants to capitalize on. Credit where it's due though, Amazon did come up with a TikTok-style newsfeed inspire, but that feature is yet to capture the consumer's attention. Closing words from Miss Miranda, the more shoppers browse TikTok and are directed to purchase straight from the brand, the less money they spend with Amazon. And before we sign off for the week, here's our third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headline. Not to put a damper on your Friday vibes, but we've got some serious climate updates for you. This summer hasn't been kind. It's turning up the heat like never before, especially in the Northern Hemisphere. Monday's global average temperature soared to a scorching 17 degrees Celsius, and just when you thought it couldn't get hotter, on Tuesday, temperature reached a blistering 17.2 degrees Celsius. We even broke the previous record of 16.9 degrees Celsius set back in 2016. It's official. This week takes home the trophy for the hottest day on planet Earth, which is concerning. The World Meteorological Organization has crunched the numbers and they're predicting a 66% chance that we'll surpass the 1.5 degrees Celsius warming threshold by 2027. In other words, Keeping global warming in check at 1.5 degrees Celsius is going to be more challenging than we anticipated. And that's not all. Climate change could also be helping mosquitoes that carry the Zika and West Nile viruses expand their territories. To put it simply, doomsday might be getting closer. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Anup Sneha and Manaswini. Edited by Ganesh Narayanan. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.